the blast from our past network. Hello and welcome to the Blast From Our Past podcast. We are the podcast that brings you full-on movie breakdowns, TV show reviews, and a whole lot more, all from the things of our nostalgic past. I'm John. And I'm Adam. And today we've got a top 10 episode for you. Um, I'm loving these top 10s, especially some of these uh, ones that aren't necessarily having to do with movies, which is kind of nice for us to kind of get away from that. Uh, Today we're going to be doing our top 10 SNL cast members up to the year 2000. Uh, we tend to kind of focus on 70s, 80s, 90s, so we kind of wanted to keep that. We could venture into the 2000s, but for this one, since SNL, I don't know about, I'm assuming for you, Adam, but the same for me, uh, SNL in the late 80s and nine and early 90s was sort of the pinnacle of it. Yeah, you, you're going to find out with my uh, rankings, you know, yeah, I'm a early 90s SNL fan. Like that yeah. for me is the top tier of SNL at all like that is the best it's ever been and that's probably the best it's ever gonna be um but that's exactly why is because i that's when i grew up that's when i was watching snl and so that's mm-hmm. why i love it so yeah i have a feeling we're gonna have a lot of the same cast members i'm i'm very certain they're gonna be in different places but I think we're going to have very similar lists, if I had to guess. Now, before we get into it, I'm just going to tell everybody out who's listening to us in the podcast verse, (laughs) John and I do not make lists of who are the most influential or who we think are the overall best whatever. We are doing lists of who are our favorite that yeah. is it. It's very personal to us. So, you know, if you bitch at us because we don't have enough original members or we don't have enough other people, that's that. You know, <laughs> we're doing who is our favorite. And if you want to bitch about it, do it in the comments. I'd love for y'all to talk about it in Facebook or Instagram or whatever. Um, but like, you know, these lists are very much who are John's favorites, who are my favorites. And, you know, very similarly. Similarly, you know, we watched this show around the same time. And so, yeah, that's why they're, I would bet we're going to have similar, similar lists. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm tending to agree on that. I think we're, we're going to see a lot of crossover. Yeah, absolutely. And also one other thing I want to heavily bring up, I don't know how you attacked your list, but for me, you know, this is a top 10 SNL cast members list. This is a, this is not a top 10 who are the funniest people who have ever been on SNL list. Right. So I really tried to separate, you know, some people's uh, comedy chops from what they did on, on SNL. And if they, I thought, you know, their SNL run wasn't as funny as other people, I lowered them even though they might be huge names in comedy. Right. You know, I, I, I tried to break that apart. I don't, I don't know how you did it. Um, I, I kind of went like, what are my first, I went and it was like, what are my favorite SNL sketches? Mm -hmm. And then how, you know, like how many of them are involved people like who is in most of my favorite sketches? And I kind of went through and watched a little bit of sort of the best of each of these people Mm -hmm. to, to see which ones, um, were coming up. And that's kind of how I focused my list is, is, you know, who's, who's, who was doing the funniest stuff to me. Um, at the time and 
you know, because I kind of specifically went back for some of the the ones that I remembered off the top of my head, uh, as far as sketches go, and then wanted to see how they, not necessarily how they still held up, but, you know, where where I felt they, they would have fallen. Yeah. All right. That's valid. One other thing, just so everybody knows, you know, yes, there have been some fantastic SNL cast members since the year 2000, but since... This entire podcast is based on nostalgia. We, we decided before that. Uh, and so if you get, you know, all of your, you know, panties in a fucking, you know, not because we didn't add Tina Fey or Amy Poehler or some other people who are amazing cast members, it's because they didn't start until the year 2000 or after. And, right. you know, we're, we're just sticking to what is our nostalgia. And it's our fucking podcast, so deal with it or get out. <laughs> Are you getting a lot of complaints? No, I'm not. I'm just, okay. I'm just, I'm just trying to let people know. I'm going to put the hammer down, and I'm going to tell them <laughs> <laughs> we're going to do it our way. It's our way or the highway. You're putting the hammer down on a nail that doesn't exist. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's about right. Okay. Well, I'm about ready to jump in. Um, I maybe yep. I will say this. So SNL, uh, SNL's been around for quite a long time. I think uh, four years ago or so, they they celebrated their fortieth anniversary so they started in 1975 yeah. yes 1975 um and ha- you know largely drew from uh actors from second city um and other comedy sketch troops and stuff like that mm-hmm. uh, uh i don't remember i don't know if ucb was around then i'm not no, sure but groundlings they, groundlings, they pulled i mean yeah, later on they pulled there. from groundlings as well yeah um i'm kind of ready to jump in unless you have anything oh, yeah. else you wanted to add no, no, I, I gave enough uh, <laughs> forementioned. <laughs> you gave, your, you gave uh, your spiel. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm ready to just talk about some amazing cast members. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, number ten. I don't know. Do you want to go first, or you want me to go first? I'll go first. Uh, we're going to do it how we've talked about before, where I'll just I, th- I think we just mention a name early, and then you say if you had them higher or lower. Or if you had them, you know, or not on your list, um, mainly okay. because I I just have a feeling we're going to have a lot of the same people. Okay. Uh, this person, actually, my number ten. I don't think you're gonna have on your list, but I'm just gonna go ahead and throw it out there. My number ten is Norm Macdonald. Uh, didn't quite make my list. I didn't think so. I didn't think he would. But I'm gonna tell you why he made my list. Uh, Norm Macdonald had some amazing specific characters that he played, particularly his Bob Dole was <laughs> fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it was. And and. Uh, before the year 2000, like, you know, nobody remember, I mean, not nobody, but like, you know, people our age who are probably listening to this podcast remember the, uh, what is it, the 1996 uh, election that was Bill Clinton versus Bob Dole. And Bob Dole was just funny. And Norm MacDonald did a great job as Bob Dole. Besides that, Norm MacDonald's Burt Reynolds was awesome. <laughs> Uh, for a sketch that I will bring up later, uh, which is uh, Celebrity Jeopardy, right. um, you know, Burt Reynolds was awesome. He did a great job. And then on top of that, Norm MacDonald was, in my opinion, hands down, the best weekend update anchor of all time, of Ooh. everybody. I'm not sure I agree with that one. Okay. And I, and I have a guess for who you think is better. But I don't think he was better. I think he was good because he fits into our nostalgia. But I think Norm MacDonald was just the best Weekend Update anchor. And so he was just so dry. He was so funny. And 
I dropped off a lot of really big comedic names to put Norm MacDonald above them at number 10. And I'm sure people will be pissed off about it, but I don't give a fuck because I think Norm MacDonald is that good. And so, yeah, so that's that's why I put him there. All right. right. Well, that was fair. I mean, I, I think, you know, I mean, for God's sakes, the like I could watch him do uh, Burt Reynolds all day. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that that was funny. Uh, yeah, but it didn't make my list. Okay. If my number 10 is on your list, it's probably going to be higher, I'm guessing. Uh, kind of sadly, actually, this is the only female in my list. Okay. I've always loved one kind of one particular sketch uh, that, she's, that she's really kind of known for, uh, and that is Roseanne, Rosanna Dana. I went with Gilda Radner. She did not make my list. Okay. I, I have watched a lot of old SNL uh, in my day. Mm-hmm. Um, they used to show reruns of it uh, when I was a kid. I remember watching it, which kind of reflects a little bit on my list. You'll see as mm-hmm. I go through it. That skit always made me laugh. And I could, I mean, I could watch it do her all day. And she, she was just funny as hell. So I had, I had to put her on my list. Yeah. I don't blame you one bit on uh, most people's list. I, I went through and looked online at like you know typically with these top 10 lists i start like oh what are other people saying is their list and then just so i can get like a a breakdown of like okay who are you know whatever uh and so i then create my own list from that and a lot of people had gilda radner in their top 10 and i think it's you know absolutely understandable she Mm -hmm. was probably one of you know people's favorites from that original cast but probably because, you know, even me, I'm, I'm younger than you. And so those older episodes, I really didn't watch mm-hmm. and I didn't even really see in syndication all that much. So there's a lot of the older and original cast members that didn't make my list heavily because that. Um, and I'll, I'm going to go ahead and say I wrestled with the issue that I didn't have another fee or any females on my list. Uh, at one point I was like, oh, I've got to have a female because, you know, there are some great females on SNL, mm-hmm. which there are some absolutely fantastic females on my list or on SNL's cast list, uh, like Gilda Radner, like a whole bunch of others, which we'll talk about in our honorable mentions. But just ultimately, just because of, you know, me and my personal, you know, um, just preferences or who I thought was funnier. Mm-hmm. I didn't end up with a single female on my list, which I felt bad about. Absolutely. But, um, you know, I, I just love these other people. Maybe it's cause I related to them because I'm a guy or whatever. Uh, but yeah, I, I, so that's why I didn't end up with any female people. And I just, you know, want to bring that up, but like, I, I respect all of them. They're all fucking amazing and right. hilarious people. But uh, I just I didn't end them end up having any of any females on my list, so that's my okay. fault. All right, yeah. that's no. fair enough. Uh, all right, Adam, what's your number nine then? All right, my number nine is um, a comedic actor who died way too soon, uh, and for some people, he might be the best of all time. Uh, I'll say his name in case he's higher on your list. I had John Belushi as my number nine. He did not make my list. He did not make okay, and I think that's probably just because of our age and when we grew up watching Saturday Night Live. A lot of people adore John Belushi, which John and I adore John Belushi. The third episode, second or third episode, whatever the fuck it was, we right. put Blues Brothers. <laughs> like right. we love Blues Brothers, but 
I love other people more just from when I grew up on SNL. Right. Uh, anyway, but I do recognize how funny he was. His physical comedy was almost unmatched. I'm not going to say it wasn't unmatched. <laughs> right. It was almost unmatched. Um, he had some great uh, characters, you know, obviously between the Blues Brothers, um, his samurai hitman guy was very funny. Right. Uh, I like. I liked it. I didn't love it. But right. other ones that I did love, uh, I did absolutely love the the Beethoven. He played Beethoven, and then he kind of like uh, like smoked some some cocaine or snorted some cocaine <laughs> or whatever, and then turn into Ray Charles. That is a great skit. That's a fucking great skit. Uh, also, like the Cheeburger Cheeburger skit is funny with Dan Aykroyd. Um, but like. I absolutely recognize just how great John Belushi was, but probably because of, you know, just when I grew up, he ended up lower on my list than, than most people would put him. Yeah. I just, I kind of going back, most mm-hmm. of the skits he was in, I just didn't really find all that funny. I mean, I yeah. love the Blues Brothers, and I know that yeah. it started as an SNL skit, but I don't think of it as an SNL skit. Um, gotcha. Outside of SNL, I loved you know a lot of the stuff he did, and I can't. I think he did do this on SNL, but I will say this: his uh, Joe Cocker impression. Uh, yes, that was SNL. Quite possibly one of the funniest approximations of a musician I've ever seen in my life. And he did that like right in front of Joe Cocker too, yeah. like that. <laughs> At, who, who apparently loved it, which is yeah, like that is awesome. I think he did it side by side with him once. Yeah, I think so. So I, that, I think that's a testament just to probably who who John was and stuff. So. Yeah. Uh, but no, I mean, yeah, I mean, he's 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 one of the originals, one of the OGs, he's one of the yeah. greats. Um, okay. All right, so for my number nine, um, you know, I think when I first started this off, he might have he was he was originally higher on my list, and then he wasn't on my list, and then I ended up kind of putting him in this slot because I think this is kind of where he was, or this is where he he deserved. Because at first I was thinking, well, I liked more of his movies more than I liked his SNL skits. But then I went back and watched some of them. And I'm like, I oh, know these were pretty funny. Uh, so my number nine is Adam Sandler. He is higher on my list. Okay. All right. Um, well, we're just gonna dive right into him because actually my number eight is Adam Sandler. Okay. So as I mentioned, I, I, I knew we would have some similar people in close proximity. Right. Um. Yes, and I actually I had the exact same thing with you where Adam Sandler did not start on my list at all. Like okay. I was just like, you know what? He is he's not going to be on my list cuz I I'm I love his movies, not you know his his SNL. And then I was starting to watch SNL stuff and I was like, "Oh my god, he has Canteen Boy. That's yeah. hilarious." He started the the Hanukkah song. He put that on SNL as right. well as the Lunch Lady song. Right. That's on SNL. And though literally for like those three things that mm-hmm. I felt deserved to be on my list. On top of that, he also had the Gap Girls, which was funny to me. Yeah, I thought that was funny too. I will honestly say a lot of people remember his SNL stint for Opera Man. I don't like Opera Man. I never found it funny. Yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of with you on that. Yeah, like some people like that like that is like oh my god, Opera Man was so goody or was so fucking funny. Like no, I don't care. I never liked Opera Man. I never like never liked the Cajun Man that he also did for like Weekend Update. Both of those. Oh yeah, I never cared for those. I did like um he had a skit where he was like dating Shannon Doherty and he played like this ex boyfriend who ended like up like you know calling her out and like being very uh I don't know just harsh about it. It that was a funny skit, but. For me, rewatching the different skits, I was like, oh my God, 
between some of the stuff that he has been a part of, I right. had to put him on my list, and so I ended up throwing him up in the uh, the eight spot. So yeah, so my then my number eight, Adam Sandler. Uh, all right, so I'll go on to my number eight. Um, I don't think he will make your list. And he was he was kind of not so much like a leading. You know, you didn't see him leading a lot of skits. Mm-hmm. Um, but every I don't know, almost everything I think he was in, I thought he was really funny. He's very kind of dry, and that's just sort of his delivery. Uh, I went with uh, Kevin Nealon. Not on my list. Um, I still think Mr. Subliminal is quite possibly one of the funniest <laughs> concepts. It's not really a sketch. He would kind of do it on Weekend Update. He would just kind of come mm-hmm. in and do that. And I don't know why I've always found that just to be funny. No, that that's totally valid. I actually will say I Kevin Nealon was originally on my list, and then he kind of kept dropping down. He made my honorable mentions, uh, which I won't bring him up you know, for that section, but... Um, I, I actually very much liked his weekend update stint that he was mm-hmm. on there and his Mr. Subliminal was very humorous. And like the more you watch it, especially when you get older, you're just like, oh, that's, that's funny shit. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely is sort of funnier as you get older when you realize kind of what's going on. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway. Uh, and I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people who are going to be surprised that I put him above, uh, Adam Sandler. I just, I mm-hmm. tended to like his sketches a little bit more. Yeah. No, I think it's bad. So. I, he he was good, and he was on my list as well, and he made my honorable mentions, and I think that's Red. cool. Cool, okay, good, good call, especially because uh, I know that we were very we're very '90s people, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, uh, what's your number seven? My number seven. All right, we're moving on to number seven, and I have a I don't know. He might be higher on your list, and if we were doing a most influential or especially a funniest comedians outside of SNL list, he would be. Maybe at the absolute top, or he'd be damn near up there. Uh, I'll just go ahead and say it. My number seven was Eddie Murphy. He is higher on my list. Okay. All right. In the same token, my number seven might be higher on your list, too. Okay. Um, he definitely falls into that uh, early 90s. I think even late 80s, he, he might have been up for it. Uh, I'll just go ahead and say it. My number seven was Phil Hartman. Higher on my list. Okay. Yeah, I, f- I kind of thought maybe he would be higher on your list. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we're, we're trucking right along to number six then. All right. Number six. Yeah. No, I, we're kind of adjusted uh, the way we do things um, where we're doing the higher on the list as opposed to we just go ahead and talk about them and then we say, you know, we just skip them later on. But I kind of like that because that means, you know, our second, typically our second half of the list, like the five through sixes or our five through tens are a little bit, you know, Maybe that's a little bit more boring, but the, it really puts the more emphasis on like the one through fives or whatever, mm-hmm. I think. And so it makes sense. Anyway, neither here nor there. I'm going to talk about my number six. I think I'll be surprised if he made your list. Um, but when I went and rewatched skits, he there was no way he was not going to make my list. And he has one of the longest running stints on SNL. Uh, my number six is Daryl Hammond. Did not make my list. Okay, that doesn't surprise me, but when I break down all the different impersonations that he does, they are so fucking good. I'm going to throw out there, Daryl Hammond's Al Gore is awesome. His Bill, Clint, his Bill Clinton is fucking awesome. Uh, I know it wasn't until the 2000s, but his Dick Cheney was great. Um and actually, Daryl Hammond, for the longest time, was the Donald Trump, who actually his first time that he did Donald Trump was in 1999. So it fit into the 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Also, he played Regis Philman in the 90s and was hilarious as that. But probably my favorite impersonation that he did was on Celebrity Jeopardy right. when he played Sean Connery. Oh, my it God. Was, he's so fucking funny. That skit makes me laugh every time. It doesn't matter how many times I hear the jokes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah. I mean, the amount of your mother whore jokes that he makes to <laughs> Alex Trebek, it's so good. And I originally, he wasn't actually even close to my top 10. And then I started watching some different skits. And mm-hmm. I was just like, fuck, Daryl Hammond's got to make my list. No, so, that's, anyway. that, is, that is fair. Okay. Um, I, I don't know. I kind of I kind of thought about him and I didn't really research him because I kind of dismissed him. I just in my head I think of him as a 2000s guy, even though I know he started before then. Yeah, um, I, th- I think it was around like '96 when he started going in, which is yeah. you know. Yeah. yeah well, I mean, that's close. that that works. It's you know it falls in. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I sh- I probably should have considered him, but. Okay. No, fair enough. I think I think honestly, Daryl Hammond is an easily. Um, just skipped over cast member that people don't realize how much he brought to it. So Egg. That yeah, that is fair. That's a fair assessment. Cool. Uh, okay. Uh, my number six is one of the, I believe the founding members of the show. And um, a lot of those older skits, I didn't particularly find to be funny. However, this guy, he, he tended to nail it uh, on a lot of them. Uh, my number six is Dan Aykroyd. Barely barely did not make my list okay i still gut laugh at his julia child (laughs) (laughs) where he's carving the carving a turkey or something and it cuts his hand off cuts his finger off or something um and which apparently uh julia child thought was hilarious and would show uh, a video of that to her guests oh that's awesome who came over to her house because she thought it was funny thing um i mean you know bassomatic Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> Bassomatic. Um, uh, the weekend update thing she did with he did with Jane Curtin, coin, uh, point counterpoint, where he would yeah. every his she would come up with a point, and his response was always Jane, you ignorant slut. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I, that wouldn't fly today, but I find it hilarious. Yeah, I mean, just uh, so much really, really good stuff. And I, yeah. I originally I didn't think he was going to to be on my list, but again, as the more research I did and found stuff, I was like, oh. some of this stuff is just classic and and works. Oh uh, yeah, uh, the dangerous toys. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. skit. I, yeah. I, I always think is funny. So yeah, and you yeah. you didn't even bring up the two of the movies. You know the the Blues Brothers, Blues Brothers, as we talked about earlier, but also right. Coneheads. You know, yeah. fuck Co- classic Coneheads. Yeah, that was, that was a classic skit. That was funny. Very yep. funny. So, all right. Yeah, that was my number six. All right. I guess we are moving on to, well, number five. We're number right at the midpoint. All right. We are in the top half. Uh, I went with somebody who, honestly, I would be shocked if he is on your list, even though I I think you'd be hard to disagree that he deserves to be on the list on this list, but mainly because only because you're five years older than me. Um, <laughs> okay. You don't appreciate some of the second half of the 90s people um my number five is will ferrell my number five is will ferrell oh okay all right you do appreciate him <laughs> i mean dude the guy uh, hey i'll talk about a couple of them and then you talk about a couple of them okay. i'm gonna bring up uh he was 
funny as one of the Spartan cheerleaders. He was funny as one of like, you know, the night at the Roxbury guys. Um, He's very funny in like the uh, the sketch where he was uh, a homeless guy, you know, and he was like shirtless. The guy he did not shy away from just like going shirtless or doing whatever was necessary to be funny. Um, And there was this one other sketch uh, that I honestly, when I first saw it, I hated it. And I remember seeing it like he was either live or right around when it was live, but it was the get off the shed sketch where they would yell. And and I remember like, like, that's not funny. This is stupid. But I watch it when I get older and I'm like, oh, my God, that's hilarious. And yeah, so I've honestly grown to love Will Ferrell and his SNL run. So I'll just talk about a couple of them. Now, there's a good bit more to discuss and I'll let you discuss those. Okay. So, I mean, obviously, we have to talk about Celebrity Jeopardy. His Alex Trebek yeah. was just uh, amazing. <laughs> he uh, he he was so fucking dry. It's, it's great. Oh, there's so many good sketches. Uh, God, I cannot remember the, the name of the sketch, but there's there's one where he's, he shows up into a business meeting with a tight T-shirt and a, like, American yeah. Speedo. And it's, <laughs> yeah. just, it's just weird and awkward. And I yeah. remember having the exact same reaction as you to the get off the shed one. I remember watching yeah. it like on in live and in person going, yeah, it was not funny at all. And then going back and watching it later, like, okay, that was pretty funny. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, he did, uh, he did that one, uh, he did the rubber goulet impressions. That was oh, hilarious. Yes. Um, yeah. He had the one guy on weekend update who always talked loud. I cannot remember the, the name of the skit. Uh, the Harry Carey. No, not Harry Carey. I'm not. That's not, not okay. what I'm talking about. Harry Carey was also um, quite possibly one of my favorite ones of his, yeah. aside from Alex Trebek. No, it was like um, he he hit his character where like the guy could not control the volume of his voice, okay. so he just said okay. everything really loud. Uh, I don't know yeah. why that one made me. I mean, you know, freaking the yeah. cowbell sketch. Yes, which was the cowbell sketch wasn't until past the year 2000. So right. I tried not to mention, but it's hard not to think about. Just that is one of the most iconic SNL sketches of all time. Yeah, I mean, and yeah. again, this is also after you know around 2004. But I mean, his yeah. George W. Bush. Yes, his Bush is which he had to have started. I think he started in '99, obviously right. because of the. Um, just just getting ready for it. But his W is great. I want to bring up also, he, he did uh, a James Lipton from Inside the Actor yeah, Studio. Yes. Which was so good. And then if you remember from like the late 90s, his Janet Reno was <laughs> awesome. Like, he played as like a big like hulking Janet Reno <laughs> who would like bust through walls. Yes. It was so good. <laughs> it, I, he was definitely one of those guys who I was skeptical of at first, especially because... He 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 succeeded all of these guys that I enjoyed the most, yeah. and was very skeptical of. And I, I think it took time. It was just time it that did. I needed to wait and then go back and watch this and realize how genius this guy really is. Yeah, I, I'm. I was the exact same with you. I, at, at the beginning, I was just like, "Oh, fuck this Will Ferrell guy. He's not that funny." You know, he came right after, in my opinion, the pinnacle of SNL, which I think is obviously your. I'm pinnacle of SNL as well. Right. And I was just like, Oh, this isn't all that funny. And then you take a little time away from it and you come back, you're like, damn, those sketches were really good. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, good. Yeah. All right. Way to go. I'm glad we, glad we, uh, agree on Will Ferrell. There we go. Uh, all right. Well then I guess we're jumping into number four. All right. On my number four. And I have a feeling this guy's going to be in your top four. I'd be surprised, surprised if he wasn't. 
he's hilarious and he's been hilarious in a whole bunch of shit outside of SNL. Uh, so I'm just going to go ahead and say his name. My number four is Mike Myers. Adam, my number four is Mike Myers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, yeah, we are thinking very similarly. <laughs> so yeah, how about you start this one off? Um, okay. I mean, God, the, the, just the genius. First of all, Wayne's World, you know, which was a simple sketch would and turned into a fantastic movie. I think it's a fantastic movie and one that we'll definitely oh, get to eventually. Oh, I agree with you. I think it's a fucking awesome movie. Um, uh, you know, uh, Simon, the kid in the mm-hmm. bathtub. Um, and you know, my name is Simon, and I like to do drawings. Uh, it's, uh, every time I hear like the word drawings, I yeah. go to the Simon sketch. Yeah. Um. Uh, sprockets yeah which is deter which which is just weird but always kind of made me laugh you know yeah uh, so many so much good stuff uh he he had uh uh was it linda or whatever his coffee talk yeah coffee coffee talk talk. (laughs) that was so good Uh, and he was also the main person of the uh the super fans of like the the chicago super fans it was mike myers was and so yeah he had some amazing long-lasting sketches that were just absolutely fantastic yeah yeah i agree uh yeah i met i'm and i miss you know we're not talking so much about outside but i i miss like mike myers movies you know oh so yeah i married an axe murderer the first couple uh austin powers movies yeah yeah the, mean, the first two were good i did not care for the third one third one was a little too much uh i mean yeah. two was fine the first one was just it it floored me yeah about how funny it was i, I kind of you know I, I wish we could see him, you know, you know how fickle Hollywood is. And once you get to a certain yes. age, they just, but he needs to be back and writing he some does. stuff and doing some stuff. And and if he's Absolutely. not, if he's doing it, we need to see more of it. After the love guru failed pretty miserably, right. like he just kind of like, other than Shrek, you know, he, he kept up with the Shrek stuff, right. but everything else like live action wise, he just kind of didn't do much, but like the dude is a damn comic genius and yeah. I'd love to see him. I don't care how old he is. I right. know the guy's still funny. So yeah, yeah. I'm with you. I, I want to see him do shit. All right. Well, this is going to be interesting on our top three. Yeah. Um, well, I know one of them we're going to be talking about cause uh, you had him lower, yeah. but the yes. other two, one of them, I'm sure you have the other one. I was positive you might have. So we'll see how this pans out. Tell me your number three. Yeah. My number three, I I'd bet money is higher on your list. So I'm just going to say the name, I'm not going to say anything else. My number 3 is Dana Carvey. Damn it, Adam. My number 3 is Dana Carvey. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we've had the same 5, 4 and 3 as Dana Car- as, 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 as the same ones. Yep. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> well, Dana Carvey, you know, I, honestly in most people's like SNL and I feel like anybody's, I feel like m- at least my numbers, like pretty much my numbers, like one through four could be rearranged into almost any situation. And, and I'd be like, yeah, hey, I'm fine with that. Um, right. But I, I mean, Dana Carvey, in my opinion, I, I like him a little bit better than his Wayne world, Wayne's world um, counterpart in Wayne. I like I think Garth is fucking great. Only only because Dana Carvey, he's had some absolutely amazing sketches. And I'll just bring up a couple. I'll let sure. you bring up a couple. I want to say, obviously, Garth from Wayne's World. He was a great sidekick. He did a fantastic job. I want to bring up his George W. Bush. Uh, not going to do it. H.W. 
George H. George H. W. Bush. Exactly, because we already had a great George W. Bush, but the H. W. Bush, not going to do it. Wouldn't be prudent. He is so good with impressions. And then also, he was, uh, you know, half of the Hans und Franz. Right. I want to pump you up. Which I, I forgot to mention talking about Kevin Nealon, because that's yeah. one of my favorite Kevin Nealon sketches as well. Yeah, very true. Yeah, yeah all that stuff makes me laugh. Um, I can't remember... Did he do the Chopping Broccoli song on SNL, yep. or did that oh. come later? I remember him doing it on on a stand-up, but I, I, I can't remember yeah. if he actually did it on SNL, too. I don't I don't remember. I remember it as a stand-up on like his own personal thing. I don't remember it on SNL. Okay. Um, yeah. But uh, agreed in that his impressions were probably only yes. seconded maybe to Daryl Hannah's. Um, yeah. Or Daryl Hammond, excuse me. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Daryl Hannah uh, was a fit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, his uh, Ross Perot, and you're probably yes! too old to remember that. But I remember the '88 oh, no. election. But his, oh my God, his yeah. his Ross Perot was pod on. The problem, I don't remember the real Ross Perot, but right. I remember Dana Carvey's <laughs> Ross Perot. <laughs> can I finish? Can I finish? Can I, can I finish? <laughs> oh, just so much. I mean, Church Lady. Yes, that is that is probably his biggest one. Right. Church lady. So just uh so many uh, so many good ones. Could, um, could it be Satan? <laughs> <laughs> so good. I remember seeing uh an episode where he was a church lady and then I remember I think he had a guest, but then he he brought out his drum set because famously Dana Carvey also plays the drums. Yeah. And he played drums. As the church lady. Yeah, he, he fucking killed it. Very similar to how he does in Wayne's World when he's Garth and he jumps on the drum set. He did the exact same thing, but this was much. This was earlier uh, when he did the church lady, and he just fucking he fucking floored it. Yeah. Um, uh, just I don't know, especially as someone who was I was a drummer. When, I mean, I still dr- I'm still a drummer, but yeah, I was a drummer <laughs> when I was in you know in school and a kid and and just you know, said, oh my god, he can play drums too. Just uh just kind of elevated for him. But yeah. I, his his it was always his impressions that got me just rolling on the floor laughing. Cool. So our number two. So I'm gonna do a little bit of theory here. <laughs> okay. Both I believe both uh, your number seven and my number seven we both said were higher. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> so we know we know that our two. I know one of your two. I know who's gonna be one of my two. You know who's gonna be. There's yep. one other guy who I'm positive he is on your list. So the que- and there's one other guy I'm positive is on your list. <laughs> and, and so the, the question is, is did we switch our sevens and twos or did we? Uh-huh. I, I'm thinking, I think I know what your number one is. Okay. And I, I think, I'm guess I'm going to guess, I'm going to guess your number two was Phil Hartman. My number two is Phil Hartman, your right. number seven. Yep. So uh, Phil Hartman, the dude is a fucking rock. The guy, and, and, and like outside of SNL as well, I absolutely adore Phil Hartman. Um, but like, you know, thinking within the box of SNL, now a, a skit that I didn't absolutely love, but a lot of people do, was his unfrozen caveman lawyer. I think that was pretty <laughs> funny. I don't yeah. think it was very funny. Um, but I do think he had some amazing other sketches, including uh, the very first time, you know, somebody played Bill Clinton. I yes. remember Phil Hartman, you know, when he would like walk around at McDonald's and he'd be like, you know, he'd talk about like warlords and how they would like just take their shit and he would just eat people's burgers. <laughs> and he'd take, oh, 
Warlord, and he would just like walk through it. It's just like, dude. Now, granted, Daryl Hammond's Bill Clinton was better than Phil Hartman's Clinton, but that sketch was so funny. Yeah. Um, you know, Phil Hartman apparently was nicknamed the glue on the show because he was the glue for holding the show together, which I believe is so correct. Mm -hmm. He played secondary characters better than anybody. And I think particularly he played like those, like the straight man characters. Mm -hmm. Other people would like, you know, they would fold or they would laugh or they couldn't hold it together. Right. You think of something like the, uh, the Matt Foley uh, sketch that show that, that specific sketch would not be nearly as funny if you didn't have Phil Hartman playing the dad right. who was just like so serious and so fantastic. Yeah. Um, other than that, you know, uh, sorry. I, I mean, I, I'll mention his, his Frank Sinatra was goddamn hilarious. <laughs> yes. And it, and it put Joe Piscopo's Frank Sinatra to fucking shame. It wasn't even <laughs> close. Uh, so yeah. So anyway, sorry. I, I kind of stole the entire Phil Hartman no, show, but, okay. but that's because, Probably because I love him so fucking much. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, so a- anything else you want to add to that? Well, I was just going to say, I, I, again, another person who his impersonations were also really good. You mentioned uh, Clinton. Yeah. You mentioned uh, Sinatra. He did a pretty de- a pretty good Ronald Reagan Oh yeah, as well. Yeah. The Colin Blow commercial. Yeah. I believe that was him, right? <laughs> I'm remembering yes. that right because that, oh my God, every time that thing makes me laugh. And and that's that's a testament to like his his straight face, you yes. know, his straight face is hilarious, which you saw a lot. A lot of people could see in like news radio, which yeah. is a pretty underrated show. Um, but like his his straight face kind of thing is so good. So, yeah. Yeah. And uh, just such a tragic ending to, to such a bright light in the world, in a world that we need funny people. To kind of keep us yeah. going, it was such a tragic end, and I know it was, you know, it's it's probably might have been one of the first times I can mm-hmm. remember a celebrity's death actually kind of affecting me. Yeah, it, I actually apparently, you know, in like you know the obviously the the opening credits of SNL, they kind of have people like you know doing stuff or whatever, and then look into the camera and they have their name called. Um, in F- Phil Hartman's one. He's like in a coffee shop talking to this blonde, uh, you know, and then and like looks to the camera, does his full arm thing. Mm-hmm. That blonde is his wife, oh. and his wife is the person who ended up like going crazy uh, and and killing him and killing herself. And it's just like, God damn, you know, it's just like, it, it's just it's somewhat it's somewhat hard to watch. It's very dark, yeah. and you feel just yeah, you feel really bad for what. Everything Phil Hartman could have done in comedy, what he did with Seinfeld, what he did with you know news radio, and everything, he could have, he could have fucking owned this goddamn world. <laughs> I mean, we 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 haven't mentioned uh, him on The Simpsons, very yeah. prolific on there. Troy McClure, quite quite possibly one of my <sighs> favorite characters on The Simpsons, you know, secondary tertiary characters on The Simpsons. Yes, Lionel Lionel Hutz was a great uh, lawyer comedy <laughs> character right. as well. Not enough good things can be said yeah. about Phil Hartman. Cool. Fair enough. Well, Adam, uh, my number seven was your number two, and uh, vice versa, your number seven was my number two. My number two is Eddie Murphy. Okay. Well, all right. You're that confident. Yes, and you are correct. It is no joke when I say, and people agree, Eddie Murphy is what saved Saturday Night Live. Yeah, absolutely. And that's why he made my top ten. 
Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, if you know anything about uh, the, the history of the show, you know, the, kind of the first five years or so, they had that original run um, with the, the, the sort of original cast. When they all left, because they wanted to all start doing movies, you know, even Lorne Michaels left at that time, the producer. Yeah. And they, you know, they tried to keep it going. And for, for like 80 and 81, people did not think it was going to happen. And then I believe it was 82 uh, when Eddie Murphy was cast and just then he could not be a bigger star. He just became the biggest star in the world. My one of my favorite ones, Mr. Robinson's Neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> For that sketch and that series of sketches alone, he deserved to be on everybody's top 10 list. <laughs> right. Um but but even like uh you know, the buckwheat song. Yeah. Uh James Brown Celebrity Hot Tub. Yes. Makes me laugh. Gumby. Personally, one of my favorites. Yeah, Gumby. Exactly. I love his Gumby. <laughs> I'm Gumby, damn it. Very ghetto Gumby. Um, uh, his his uh, White Like Me sketch where he goes out mm-hmm. in whiteface. Oh, my God, yes. And that was, like, you know, at the, at the time, you know, you don't see a lot of, quote, unquote, whiteface, you know. Right. But, like, Eddie Murphy has become... You know, very famous for that, but like in a, you know, yeah, he does a great job. Obviously, we saw that in Coming to America, uh, you know, where he plays like the the Jewish guy yeah. at the uh, the barber shop. I was gonna say, I remember mm-hmm. that blowing me away when I first yes. found that out. I I'm certain that the only reason that they did all of those, like you know, the picture credits of who did who, right. was just to blow people's mind as to, hey, Eddie Murphy is the fucking Jewish guy <laughs> at the goddamn barber shop. Um, nobody does whiteface. Better than Eddie Murphy. <laughs> right. Nobody. And, uh, he did, th- and that sketch is absolutely amazing. <laughs> so, um, and I've, I think I still have, I, I went through a period probably uh, later in college or in between college and, and, and now where, you know, you, you're, a lot of people go through that point where they're, they're too poor for cable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course. So uh, we, we bought movies all the time and I would just watch them all the time. And, and some of the ones I got, um, were best of videos from SNL. I, you know, the Eddie Murphy mm-hmm. one. I get the Will Ferrell one. Both the Will Ferrell ones are hilarious. And mm-hmm. I, I could just sit and watch, you know, a lot of these Eddie Murphy sketches just over and over and over again. It just made me yeah. laugh. Valid. Well, Adam, we're coming to our number one, and I, I'm pretty sure we have the same number one. I mean, I'd put money on it. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised. I thought you would have him lower, but it's it's kind of pleasant to see that you, you know, you hold this one dude in such high respect. Well, I mean, I not I I've, I've been a fan of his acting, not yes. a huge fan of his movies, kind of where he's the star, but I yeah. mean, for for God's sakes, his SNL skits always yeah. made me laugh. Um, yeah, I'm gonna take a shot in the dark and guess we're talking about Chris Farley. We are talking about Chris Farley as our number one SNL cast member. I mean, okay, uh, every and I also kind of looked up some list. Almost every list I looked up. Of 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 uh, like top ten sketches, mm-hmm. Matt Foley was number one almost every time. Okay, yeah, Matt, I mean, and that that is one of like for me. Actually, the reason why I had Chris Farley as my number one was strictly because my absolute two favorite sketches were both Chris Farley, and so I had mm-hmm. to put it. And Matt Foley was one of them. Yeah, and I just adore that one. I mean, uh, it's at this point, it's a classic. You really don't need yeah. to say too much about it, just because. You know, it's still everyone still know. You know, younger generations still kind of know about that because people people still yeah. bring that up. It's still a saying that people say. Um, yeah. But I mean, 
his uh, the super oh, the super fans or the fans or yeah the, no the super fans super yes. fans when, when Every- he has like a a Polish sausage <laughs> stuck in his uh, aorta right. <laughs> It's a heart attack almost every time they're on there. It's so good. Um, uh, every time uh, he was always one of the the Gap girls. Yes. And like he would he would you know they would talk really funny and then someone would try to take his food and he jumped to a big deep voice like this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh my god, the commercial that he did with Adam Sandler. Sh- Schmitz, Schmitz Schmitz gay. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Just yeah. Oh, man! Everything the man, every every scene the man was in, he stole. Every he sketch did. he did, uh, it didn't matter if he was the main one. He was he probably got the biggest laughs. Which I wanna I wanna just talk about, which is personally my favorite SNL skit of all time, mm-hmm. uh, which really is Chris Farley just putting himself out there. Uh, for me, the Chris Farley Patrick Swayze Chippendales dance. Oh yes. Nothing compares to that. Like he, he just like he, you know, for fat guys, and you and I are fat guys, mm-hmm. taking your just shirt off and just throwing yourself out there, you know, you're you're vulnerable. Yeah. You know, you don't you don't want to be seen. And Chris Farley is just like, you know what? For the sake of comedy, fuck it, I'm yeah. just gonna do it. And he he puts himself side by side with. Patrick Swayze, who, you know, is an Adonis, you know, <laughs> especially compared right next to Chris Farley. <laughs> yes. Well, and and at the time they did the sketch, he was kind of a, more or less his physical peak, close to it. Yes. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And and his uh, overall cultural peak, too. Like, yeah. you know, that was the ghost dirty dancing or whatever, either of those times. And, you know, Chris Farley, you know, physically comparing himself to him and having those dancing. And I do want to throw out. One of the judges was Kevin Nealon. Right. And Kevin Nealon did was so like straight and so dry on that. Like, you know, you just like you loved just how they were like, oh, my God, these judges seriously don't know which one is better, which is all part of the humor. And it was so so good. But like, yeah, that for me, Chippendales is pinnacle. Um, And Matt Foley's right behind it. Yeah. So I had to go with Chris Farley, man. Yeah. Uh, Oh, God. He always did. Um. I actually now think it was more funny than I probably thought then when he would do his interviews. Oh yes. His, yes. The Chris Farley. Yeah. The inter- <laughs> kind of act like he was stupid, you know, stupid, stupid, yeah. stupid. Yeah, exactly. He'd smack his own head. Yeah. Yeah. Like those, those were those. Yeah. I agree with you. I didn't think they were great then, but now I appreciate it. Yeah. Much better. Uh, I don't think this is too bold a statement. He might be the greatest physical comedian SNL has ever seen. Yeah, a, a lot of people might push John Belushi, but like for me, it's it's no comparison. Yeah, Chris right. Farley is when it comes to physical comedy, he took it to another level. Another level. Yeah, I'm. I shouldn't say I'm not surprised we had a lot of the same guys on our list. Well, I mean, but the fact that we had five, four, three, and one all the. Yes. Same. I was surprised so many of them lined up. I kind of yes. thought. I kind of thought Chris Farley might be your number one, but the other uh-huh. guys I didn't think we would have in the same order, so I was shocked. No, uh, I, I kind of, I ones. personally thought you might have Dana Carvey as number one. I wasn't sure, but like, yeah, I, I, either or, I was surprised as well that we had so many people line up. <laughs> so one of the things I do like about doing these top tens is kind of the uh, research that we have to do mm-hmm. to kind of put yeah. them together. Um, and, and that's uh, that's one of the reasons why I really enjoy 
doing these, especially something like this to kind of go back and revisit these skits that, you know, I mean, we, we if we talked about SNL on the show, uh, on sort of one of the movie episodes, mm-hmm. there would be too much to talk about. We wouldn't have enough time yeah. to talk about the show. So doing something like this, I think, is uh, uh, yeah. really worked out. No, we can devote an entire episode just to a great show like that. Yep. So, all right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, that was our top 10 SNL cast members list. Opera man, bye-bye! <laughs> Please join us next time for a Patreon-requested episode as we break down the 1993 animated Batman The Mask of the Phantasm, discuss the 2000 sitcom Scrubs, and recast our version of a live-action Mask of the Phantasm movie. If you'd like to reach us, you can email us at blastfromourpast at gmail.com or find us on Facebook or Instagram by searching at BlastPassCast. If you'd like to support us, please go to Patreon backslash BlastPassCast and find a tier that works for you. So until next time, I'm John. And I'm Adam. And thanks for joining us. See you next time. I'm Adam. And I'm Corey. And we are the hosts of Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast. We are breaking down every single episode of Seinfeld as we watch it, reliving this amazing show. That's right. It's a trip down memory lane for all of us 90s kids out there. You can find Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, and Patreon. La la la.